Hey everyone, it's Tony. It's David. And we're, and we're two, two dudes, dudes talking Disney. Disney. Still still together. Yeah, and I'm still not used to, you know, I was I was waiting for you to go, for me to go. I'm, I'm still not used to our... Uh, Banter? Our, our, our normal intro. Yeah, well, we're back. Where are we on the theme song? Uh, it's still being produced. Still being produced. Okay, yeah. 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 We recently signed Michael Bolton. However, once he looked at the project, he realized it was way, way, way... Below anything he would do, it was, and now we're yeah. hoping to get Michael Bublé yes, before yes. he goes back into hibernation after Christmas. <laughs> so, uh, so tone. Speaking of Christmas, what, yes. uh, what are we talking about today? Uh, we're talking about the holidays. All right, uh, as, well, as well as some park uh, and ride updates. But uh, the big thing is the holidays. They're they're upon us. They are here. It is Thanksgiving in two days. Yes. And uh, we thought we would give you a little look at what Disney has to offer. Yeah, and now obviously the you know elephant in the room. Uh, the, the holiday season of 2020 is like none other as yeah. Disney attempts to navigate their busiest time of year uh, with the, the COVID virus and the, the resurgence of COVID. Uh, it's like COVID Empire Strikes Back. Right. You know, so. Um, but again, Disney announced that they were uh, in September, that they were kicking off their holiday season, which technically in Disney, you know, starts on November 1st. Right. Uh, it's one of the magic of Disney that everyone loves. You know, the guests leave the Magic Kingdom on, after midnight on Halloween, and the park opens the next morning, and it went from Halloween to Christmas overnight. Right. And there's garland, and there's still some elements of Thanksgiving, so you've still got some some hay bales and some pumpkins around, but uh, the main thing after November is essentially Christmas. Yes. Uh, Thanksgiving doesn't get too much attention. Uh, there are a number of restaurants that offer a Thanksgiving meal. Um, do you know where you can get the Thanksgiving meal 24, uh, not 24 by 7, but 365 days a year. Um, 50s primetime? Liberty Tree Town. Oh, that's right. That's right. You, you get Tree. that big meat platter, that the Patriot meat. platter. Yes. That is a good meal. You know, the funny thing is we were we were diehard Liberty Tree until they got rid of the characters. Characters, agreed. You know, and yeah. then it was like. Why bother? Right, why bother? But uh, I, I do agree with you that uh, the Liberty Tree was a, is a good restaurant. It's just they took the characters out. Yeah. And, it's kind of it, but there's a lot of um, a lot going on. So even though with the uh, the virus and with the the restrictions in place, you know I think probably like the the, the when I start in the Magic Kingdom, where the biggest thing is there's going to be no Mickey's very merry Christmas parties, right? Uh, much like how Mickey's not so scary Halloween party, they were all canceled. Um, also this year the the castle was not decorated uh, in its normal holiday. Uh, Decorations, if you will, which is usually the icicle lighting. And you know what? I love that. You are. You're a fan of that. No, I, I don't. I oh. love the fact that it was not decorated this year. Okay. And the reason I say that is because from August until November, you, you have, see the crane. You have the crane, which is just, yeah. Which is in every picture. Yep. And then it's visible again from January until March right. as they take the lights off. And I think it's very refreshing that the lights did not go on this year. Correct. And, you know, the the reason, too, is that they've uh, – it doesn't mean the castle still isn't decked out in its holiday best. Uh, as we know, as technology is advancing, one of the, the more recent theme park features is the projection mapping, as they call it. So the, the castle is still decorated for Christmas, just – Mapped, right. if you will, overlaid. Right. Overlaid, yeah. So I believe um, there are six overlays. Uh, normally, it's part of a show. They have a projection show, and there's music. Um, now it's more or less a, a static uh, representation, and then every like 15 minutes it changes. So correct. Disney's doing that because they don't want people to gather in the hub for a show. This is not a show. 
This is just projections this year. Now that it's something too that, that Disney's not new to. You know, for years over in uh, Hollywood Studios, they did the projection show on Hollywood Boulevard with the Tower of Terror. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, they, they kind of it's something they've had in their pocket for a couple of years now. And this is the first time they've moved it to the Magic Kingdom. Right. And I like it. It, it looks very cool. And we should be getting a firsthand account of it for you we in should. about two weeks. In about two weeks. Uh, yeah. And, you know, there's there's character cavalcades in the Magic Kingdom, but with a holiday twist, uh, you'll see Santa, some of the elves, the reindeer, the toy soldiers, you know, as they march around Main Street. The gingerbread men. The gingerbread men. Uh, they, they call it... Uh, do they give it an actual name for the castle? They have they think it an actual no. name. They just say it has a festive overlook, um, and it's a series of whimsical. That's the term they used. Uh, overlays, and it'll be on top of the castle. So it is, um, you know, it is the most magical time of year. Is it still snowing on Main it Street? It is not snowing on it Main Street. It is not Street. snowing on Main Street. Okay, that was one thing I wondered. Yeah, the only place it is snowing this year on the Walt Disney World Resort is in Disney Springs. Okay. So, um, what else is that? Do you want to head over to Disney Springs now? Uh, why don't we head over to Epcot? Okay, so that's, that's the next big one. Epcot, and Epcot has the uh, International Festival of the Holidays. Yes, which begins on November twenty seventh, and I believe extends through December thirtieth. Okay, or, or thereabouts. Um, you know, it covers Christmas, uh, and what you'll get there is, uh, you know, holiday kitchens yeah. in certain countries. You know, because every Epcot festival has to have a food element. It's so, like, I, I'll tell you, I we only have a couple of uh, dining reservations for this upcoming trip. If mm-hmm. you know, and one of the things that I'm looking forward to is snacking my way around this place. Right. You know, between the the you know Jack's Num Num cookies, the uh, the churros, right? Uh, there's something else to it. Sleepy Hollow. Oh, funnel cake. Holiday funnel cake. And then Epcot in itself, I am really looking forward to snacking my way. Well, you know, it's funny you should mention that because if you go to the Disney Parks blog, they just released the Foodie's Guide to the Magic Kingdom. Bam! Uh, and they actually have multiple churro treats, but my favorite one there is the churro worth melting for available at the Hub, uh, which is a cinnamon churro topped with marshmallow fluff and blue sugar. Yes, I saw that one, and that looks phenomenal. Yeah, and as does. we know, I am a fan of a churro any day of the week. No matter what the flavor. No matter what the flavor. You know, hit me up with a churro. What about a licorice-flavored churro? Uh, I'm, I mean, I'll see. We'll try it. We'll try prosperity. it. As long as it's warm? Yes. All right. So, um, so, so back to Epcot. Epcot does have the International Festival of the Holidays, uh, sponsored by Advent Health. And uh, if you enjoy snacking, you can do the cookie stroll over in Epcot. Yes, again, snacking. We're going to be snacking a lot. Yeah. And uh, do you know? Have you done the cookie stroll? Before? We have not done the cookie stroll. We no. did the cookie stroll last year, two years ago. I can't remember, but um, you essentially pay for the map. Yep. And then you go and you purchase six cookies, and once you complete the the cookies, uh, you get a reward cookie. Ooh. Um, and there are there are various various treats. Uh, they're pretty cool. Okay. So it's, it's a fun thing to do. You know, not everyone likes to drink around the world. Right. Uh, some people do like to snack and, and cookie around the world. What is this drink around the world you speak of? Oh, like you've never done that. <laughs> you know what I always say, Tone? Anyone can drink their way around the world, but pros drink their way around the monorail. There you go. So. There you go. Um, so usually uh, Epcot has the various Santa or Santa Claus figures in each of the countries um, telling stories about uh, the holidays. Uh, so that uh, that is that they don't, they don't do much in terms of overlays in uh, Epcot. No, no. Nope. You know they they do decorate it, 
Um, but uh, it's a fun time. It is a very fun time. And I'll tell you, uh, you know, Epcot is usually one of the more like, you know, Christmas festive because of all the different nations and all the different customs getting there to go see the different things. And um, obviously with the, with the COVID, you still have, like we said, Santa Claus. Uh, again, there's going to be the cavalcade. Yeah. Um, you know, there's going to be an Olaf scavenger hunt, which I, I actually like the scavenger hunts. You know, uh, obviously with Amelia being five, it's something that she's very into where, you you know, usually staying at the boardwalk all the time. We come in from the, the International Gateway. You go into the International Gateway store, you buy the little map, and then you go around, put the stickers on, and when you've got them all, usually you get a pin or, right. or some, you know, type of prize. And I, I really am a fan of those scavenger hunts because it gives the kids something to do going through World Showcase. Right. Uh, which, you know, as we know, growing up as children when we were and Epcot being new – you know, we used to look at World Showcase as like, you know, it was pretty much made of broken glass and we had to walk barefoot through it. <laughs> and they didn't even have the Kidcot stations Correct. when you guys were you there. You know, uh, I mean, we're actually, if you think about it, we're, we were there when the characters weren't even supposed to be in Epcot. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it's come a long way and it's a good thing to do. And, and fortunately, they, they have a scavenger hunt for each festival. Right. So there'll be one for food and wine. There'll be one for flower and garden. Now one for the holiday festival. So... It's always a, a good way to kill some time. It is. In Epcot. It is. Uh, and then we head over to the third park, which is Hollywood Studios. The greatest, which, the greatest of all parks. Which, in my mind, has some of the best yes. uh, decorations. Now, Very let's, retro. let's start off with the greatest decorations there are, which are the Osborne Family of Lights. Well, well they're Disney, no longer there. They are this year, though. Are they? They're not there, but we'll talk about that at the end. All right. right? Uh, so what do we got? For the big thing we got, obviously, is the seasonal decor. One of my absolute favorite things about holidays in Walt Disney World is Echo Lake. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Gertie with the, Gertie gets her hat. the Santa hat and the giant ornaments floating around. It, it is a very nice decored area. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, very much has a has a real retro 40s, 50s yeah, feel like, to it. You know, um, which is obviously, you know, like, like the design of, of Hollywood Studios and especially the, the entry area. You'll see the Hollywood Holiday Tower Hotel, which, again, they uh, do the overlay on the Tower of Terror to give you different fan favorites from the Muppets, Toy Story, Frozen. Uh, usually Prep and Landing makes an appearance, stuff like that. There's a cavalcade. That's going to be the word of the day, I think. Yeah. Cavalcade. Every time we say it, like we should have the buzzer. There should be a drinking game. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll tell you, Santa... So the cavalcade, each of the parks is different. Correct. Magic Kingdom, the cavalcade are parade floats. Uh, Epcot, some of them are vehicles. Some of the characters are walking. You know, there's a horse-drawn carriage for Princess Elsa. Uh, You know, whatever. But Hollywood Studios, they've always had the cars. Right. And Santa has one of the best. It was the Stars and Motor Cars parade parade back in the day. Santa has the coolest paint job on his car. Yes. So I'm very much looking forward to seeing that. I am too. And then um, with that, there's also always usually a special holiday overlay for Mickey, uh, well, Minnie's Holiday Dine at Hollywood and Vine. Um, You know, I was not too thrilled with the menu, though. And Mm -hmm. again, you know, COVID times, it went from the buffet to like a family style. So. Uh, usually, too, when you have the, you know, the mini, uh, the holiday, when they have the, the holiday overlays or the, the event overlays, if you will, for uh, Hollywood and Vine, one of the reasons you buy into those is because of the characters. And, right. and I don't know now, going for this Christmas, what you're going to get as far as interaction 
you know, usually they're decked out in holiday best and like Easter, they're in spring clothes. Back in the good days when they had Star Wars weekends, they were dressed right. as the Star Wars characters. So I don't know what you're going to really see this time from the characters. I mean, I know for Halloween, the characters were dressed in their in their Halloween costumes. So I think you should see a lot of those those Christmas outfits that you're you're used to seeing. Yes. Um, but, you know, you're right. One of the big draws on the on a lot of the dining is characters mm-hmm. and you don't get that same if there first off if there are characters right. you don't get that same level of interaction Correct. this this year um you know it's a lot of they're walking past you right you know they're interacting from 10 feet away uh they're not coming to your table they're not hugging your child they're not signing autographs so you know it's it's new for a lot of people yeah and i mean you know even you know over the course of the summer and all the course of events we we've, we've gone to Hershey Park in Pennsylvania and even like they had the Hershey bar mm-hmm. and he had like a little bit of velvet rope area. Right. Like you could take a selfie, but you were like 10 feet away. So, yeah. you know, and again, animal, um, Hollywood studio is definitely one of the, 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 the parks, you know, all four of the parks do a good job with Christmas and with the holiday season. But I, I don't know, like, you, like I agree, there's something, you know, uh, nostalgic about the way that they do Hollywood studios that mm-hmm. kind of, you know, makes you just think of, of, Christmas is from the past. Right. And, well, uh, I think a lot of it is like you you feel like you're walking into your grandmother's house. Yeah. You know, like the... the you know, because I'm sure that your grandparents had a lot of the decorations that you see, uh, you know, from the 50s and, you know, 60s or whenever they're, they're you know, they bought their trees because everybody buys that first set of ornaments and then that's it. That's it. You, right. You know, you, you keep those ornaments for 30, 40, 50 years. Um, but yeah, Hollywood Studios, it's a fun time. Uh, it'd be nice to see Galaxy's Edge decorated for Life, uh, Life, Life Day. Day. Yeah, I was actually, I was going to say, that's one thing I was amazed, especially with the release of the Lego Holiday Special. You know, I thought you'd see a little bit of maybe some Life Day, uh, but there is none. So, well, they have debuted a lot more wooden toys. Yes. Uh, inside Galaxy's Edge. So, uh, and then from there, I guess we'll head over to the newest of the theme parks, you know, which I'm actually shocked. You think, you know, we've, we're at a point in Disney world history where this is the longest they've gone, right? Without constructing a park. Uh, yeah. 89, 90 was when yeah. they, uh, opened Animal Kingdom. Yeah. So it's 20, 20 years, 21 years. Yeah. Yeah. We need a new park. Get on that. Okay. <laughs> Tony and I'll design it, you know. Let, let's call Josh Josh tomorrow. Yeah. can we? Two dudes, two dudes designing theme parks. But we'll head over to Animal Kingdom. Uh, Animal Kingdom doesn't offer, you know, much. They they have the Tree of Life Awakening, which they uh, they've had in the past. But again, it's it's kind of slimmed down due to uh, the pandemic concerns. We'll see, we'll see now with the Tree of Life Awakening is they actually have two different shows uh, because you know unlike the castle and the Tower of Terror. The projections on the Tree of Life are not static. Correct. They do move because the whole point of awakenings is that you see the animals awakening from their position on the tree and and waking up and moving. And, moving around. And- uh, but but there are two distinct shows, and uh, those are, are winter-themed and uh, a, a good watch. So yeah. I know we'll be hanging out to watch it. Um, a lot of flotillas in the animal kingdom. Yeah, no um, cavalcades. It's like, no cavalcades. It's like, it's like they, they have a flotilla. That I think that... You know the navy is strong at Animal Kingdom. Yeah. You know, but um, this is this is a good use of those boats on Discovery River. You know, because when the park first opened, that was an actual ride correct. around the river. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, those boats and and docks got turned into character picture yeah. locations. So you have the Santa Claus Festival flotilla, which obviously you get to see Santa as he uh, 
rocks his way around to the holiday soundtrack. And then after that one, there's the Dino, the Donald's Dino Bash Festive Flotilla, which is Donald Duck and Friends. So if you remember, they had the uh, Dino Bash takeover of uh, Dino Land. So basically, they just moved it from the land to the water. Right. And then Chip and Dale, which were part of the Dino Bash, they have their flotilla. And then Mickey and Friends have their safari flotilla. And then the Discovery Island drummers have a flotilla. So it's basically, you know, you'll be watching a lot of boats. Yeah. It's a boat parade. It is. Uh, there's like eight of them, you know. So. And then I believe they, uh, they actually enter the stadium uh, where the... Rivers of Light. Rivers of Light. Yeah. Uh, performed. So, and that is a, a mask-free uh, zone, zone, is it not? Yeah, I believe it is. So it's you can actually see the boats come through there. And then along with all of the festivities in all of the parks, you know, there's also the merchandise. Right. Uh, you know, Disney, you know, if they're great at one thing, it's merchandising. What would Disney be without merchandising? Right. Uh, you know, so this time of year, you know, it's always, it's it's shirts and ornaments and, and Star Wars hats and, you know, Santa Star Wars hats and all different things. Um, popcorn buckets, mm-hmm. you know, so there, there's all different uh, levels of merchandise that you can get. Mickey from the, ornament sippers. Right. Mickey ornament sippers. So, you know, that's always another thing. If you're interested in the, the merch, as it's now called, right. you know, we, we got to speak the lingo. That's right. You get some merch. And, uh, and if you're going to buy that merch, where do you go? Where do I go? You go to Disney Springs. You go to Disney Springs. And just because Disney Springs uh, isn't a theme park, don't think that they don't have any way to celebrate the holidays. No, and I'll tell you, my absolute uh, – well, first of all, you know, they they do have a watercade. So they don't have a cavalcade. They have a watercade. That's right. Uh, which is Santa and Mrs. Claus are uh, hitting Lake Buena Vista in a winterly wonderland platoon boat, and they're waving around the guests. So they do have their – Version of the water show. They do. And do but, you know what they do you know what they have for you guys? What do they have for us? They guys? have a holiday scavenger hunt. Yeah, there we go. I'm more interested in Jacques Lanzi's hangar bar holiday takeover. Uh, so for those who don't know, one of my favorite locations now in Disney World is the Jacques Lanzi's hangar bar. Which for uh, again, those of us in the nerd category, that was uh, Indiana Jones's pilot that flew him out of the giant boulder scene in the original Raiders of the Lost Ark, and he has hung up his wings and is now opened a bar, turned his old hangar into a bar. And it's a really cool, uh, if you like Easter eggs, if you like throwbacks, you know, if you go in there, and, and again, you know, different times with the pandemic, but you still go in there and wander. And in the artifacts, the, you know, the different uh, memorabilia hanging up on the walls was was very keyed towards, you know, indie, Star Wars, you know, Steve, anything Steven Spielberg, anything George right. Lucas. So you, you got a lot of cool things, but they're doing a holiday twist on its decor and, and more. So I, I I definitely want to check that out. Yeah, I think they've got some specialty cocktails and yeah. some specialty foods and, uh, you know, some fancy decorations. Um, but then all around Disney Springs, you also have the Christmas tree stroll prevent, presented by Advent Health, um, which are elaborate Christmas trees that are spread throughout the neighborhoods of Disney Springs. And then they also have special entertainment. They've got snow on uh, at the town square and on the west side of Disney Springs, yes, along with uh, stilt walkers, uh, toy soldier, toy soldier stilt walkers. What's the name and of that? Like skaters. What's the name of that celebration? Uh, there is no real celebration. It's just uh, special entertainment. Oh no, no! But I thought there was a specific name for the snow uh, thing. Uh, well, they do call it snope. Oh, okay. I thought it was let it snow. Oh. 
which is a famous category from Jeopardy with Sean Connery. (laughs) 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 So, uh, yeah, I'll have fun with that one the whole time we're there. Um, We talked about the holiday scavenger hunt, which, again, you know, uh, the Christmas trees are are part of it, too. This year, last year, they they, uh, brought, brought back the extremely popular Christmas tree stroll. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, you know, think of uh, a whole bunch of Christmas trees in a walking path, which each path, each tree themed to a different Disney movie attraction character. character. Yeah. Uh, so those are, they're pretty cool to look at. You know, there, there's some very ornate details and some very interesting things to look at in there. So that's always a good time. And they really, you know, the problem is the parks close early and, and this time of year, they're staying open a little bit later. Um, but, you know, uh, it gives you something to do. Go into to Disney Springs at night. You can go, and it gives you something to do, something holiday themed to do. Right. A lot, of, a lot of the theme parks are closing by seven, eight o'clock. Disney Springs during the week is open till ten, and on the weekends until eleven. Yes. So you know, give you a couple of hours. Um, but if you're going to go there to eat, then you know you're you're losing that time that you would Correct. be walking around. So. And then there's one more activity you can do. Uh, and again, normally under normal conditions, this is a very fun activity to do. But this year, it's scaled back a little bit. And that is going to the different hotels. Yeah. Uh, each hotel has a, a usually a, a very stunning Christmas tree. Uh, the Grand Floridian the, uh, the has their big gingerbread house. You know, the uh, Boardwalk has their big, like, uh, completely edible cake thing. So, you know, you'll, you'll see a lot of those. But obviously, with the COVID, that's been scaled back a lot because they don't want people transing through. But if you're there in a non-COVID year, you know, it's usually a highlight. If we go down this time of year, we usually do take a, a, an afternoon to go, you know, the Wilderness Lodge lobby with that, you know, Gigantic rustic tree. tree. And and then even the Grand Floridian, the, the contemporary, the, the Animal Kingdom, they have amazing trees and amazing decor. And, and a lot of them also, too, have some type of special treat right. somewhere in the resort. Yeah, I've, I've seen pictures of the Grand Floridian this year, and the lobby looks sparse. Very bare. Uh, normally there is a full size gingerbread house that sells gingerbread houses, uh, as well as, uh, gingerbread cookies and hot chocolates. Um, and that's not there this year and it's really noticeable. Uh, the lobby looks almost barren. You know, the, the tree is big, but that lobby is so big that the tree gets lost in it. Um, but, uh, you know, like Dave said, resort hopping, going to check out a lot of the trees is a, a good way to spend an afternoon if you're not going to the parks. The only problem is with a lot of the resorts now, they are restricted to resort guests unless you're going to one of the, the restaurants Correct. Uh, at the resorts. And, and, you know, one of the, the, if you will, the hidden treasures of Disney, uh, especially for, you know, even going back to Halloween and now fast forwarding to Christmas is Fort Wilderness. Mm-hmm. You know, again, because at Fort Wilderness, a lot of people are are bringing their own campers, their own, you know, their own places to stay. The decorations are also overly over the top. And that's another thing that you are allowed to do. You, you normally would be allowed to do is to take a quick drive through or rent a golf cart and go through uh, the, the Fort Wilderness Resort and check out all the home decor on all the trailers. Yeah, I know for Halloween, they normally have a big Halloween parade yeah, they and they would. limited it to just resort guests and no trick-or-treating. So I'm uh, sure that the same thing will be, you know, the case for Christmas where they're, they're not going to want outside folks coming in. And, and driving through. And Now, one other thing that we mentioned um, earlier was the Osborne Family of Lights. And as we remember, those of us who are old enough, which really was only a few years ago, I mean, Amelia made the Osborne Lights – 
they uh, took down the Osborne lights, but this year Disney lent them a lot of them. And Tone, if I'm, am I wrong? It's give kids, give kids the world. give kids the world, which is a, a nonprofit. Um, it's a resort. Yeah, it's a nonprofit resort in Kissimmee for children with critical illnesses in their family. And right. It, so it, it's it's where when Disney does their wishes, it's where a lot of the kids that are uh, part of the Make a Wish program stay because they have medical needs. Uh, and Give Kids the World, as Dave said, is a nonprofit, and they uh, cater to these kids. They have professionals there that can help them if they need treatments while they're there and, and have medical concerns. Um, but it's a, a resort that, um, you know, Imagineering had a hand in making. The folks yes. at Universal had a hand in making. SeaWorld, Universal, Walmart, yeah. Toys R Us, Hasbro. Uh, uh, a, a, a lot of organizations came together to make this resort a reality. Um, but the unfortunate thing is since uh, the, the pandemic hit is Disney has had to cancel 4,000 wishes. Uh, you know, without these wishes, there's no business for the resort. So in order to try to get some, you know, uh, it's not necessarily a fundraiser, but in order to get some funds back into the resort, Disney, Universal, SeaWorld, all sorts of organizations combined to make uh, what they are calling the Night of a Million Lights. So they have essentially taken what, you know, like Dave said, the Osborne Lights in, in Hollywood Studios used to decorate the entire uh, Streets of uh, Streets of America uh, section. And um, they've done the same thing at Give Kids the World where they've got, you know, walk through light displays and they, they actually have a couple of rides there that yes, you can, a couple of uh, carousel. Uh, yeah. Like, um, and I know we're, you know, we plan on, and I know you, we just talked about it earlier. We both plan on checking it out, especially because they're one of their uh, big celebrity advisors is John Stamos. Okay. And I mean, I, you know, I'm in for anything, John Stamos. Oh, if John Stamos, uh, right. You know, approves it, it, it's good enough for me. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I might even eat some, some yogurt while I'm there. Right. So, um, you know, and they do this this walkthrough light display. I, I believe it's like $30 for an adult, uh, depending upon which night you go. And it's a good way to spend a couple of hours. Yeah, you know, and they, it, it goes to a good cause. It you know, does. It, 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 much as you're down there, you're on vacation, you want to have a good time, I think it's a, a good way to, to to give a little bit back while you're down there. It does. And we've, we've actually donated to Give Kids the World a couple of years as a, as a charitable giving for us because, you know, we're, we're philanthropic. Yes, yeah. we are. Our, our philanthropic budget is not what we'd like it to be, but uh, we do. So, so that's, uh, yeah, that, that's pretty much the that's holidays. That's pretty much the holidays. You and know? then there will be no real New Year's celebration this year. Uh, you know, normally the, the parks are packed to capacity. That's it. It's normally. I'm, I'm sure they're going to be packed to 35% capacity. Yes, so. Um, but the parks are not open till midnight. They have not put out a special, uh, uh, calendar, uh, special times for New Year's. As of right now, New Year's, you know, in the Magic Kingdom is going to be a seven or eight o'clock night. Right. Uh, you're not going to be there to ring in the New Year. So, we won't get that New Year's celebration this year, but hopefully next year with the vaccine, um, uh, you know, it's a different story. Right. So, so that's, yeah, that's a look at 2020's holiday season uh, around the uh, Walt Disney World Resort property and uh, hope you uh, enjoy it. And if you get an opportunity to go, you know, it's still not too late to contact uh, your favorite travel agent. Do we know one? We do know a travel okay. agent. Shameless plug, go. Shameless plug, yeah. Uh, Tony Bonasso at MainStreetMoreTravel.com for all your Disney Universal and Disney cruising needs. That's right. That? that was very good. All right. You know. So what do, you, what do you want to talk about now? Let's let's talk about what, we, what we've got forward to look to in 2021. Um, which at this point is bleak. <laughs> no, it's, it's, actually, it's actually not that bleak. I'll tell you, you know, it's, it's funny because, you know, by now we should have had the Space Restaurant, Ratatouille, yep. uh, a lot of rides. But obviously, I, I don't... I mean, the three, I guess you'd say probably the three juggernauts are going to be Ratatouille, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy, and yep. Tron. 
Yep. Uh, and I, I, I'm looking forward to every one of them. Uh, but it's as funny as this is, I'm actually looking forward to the Ratatouille attraction the most. Okay. Why uh, is that? I, I just, you know, it's something different. It's something new. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a big roller coaster fan, and I, I can't wait to try Guardians of the Galaxy and uh, Tron. But I, it's just, it's because it's something so different. Right. You know, I can't wait to try it. Okay. So. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it as well. Um, for those of you who don't know, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure is a ride in which the guests are shrunk down to the size of a rat. And you go on a little adventure uh, through the kitchens and streets of Paris with uh, Remy from Ratatouille. And this ride has been imported from Disneyland Paris and put into the France Pavilion in Epcot. They've uh, built out the back section of the uh, Paris Pavilion uh, to accommodate this new plaza, which uh, architecturally is going to look like a little bit of the Paris from the Ratatouille movie, where the lines are a little bit askew. It's kind of got an animation feel to it, so it's not a real representation of Paris, but more the animated Paris. And that's uh, including the giant Gaston sign. Yes. Which I'm, you know. Yes. I, I actually like Ratatouille. I think it's one of the better products Disney's put out over the you know the past few years. It's it's a good movie. It's it's a good storyline. It's funny. It's it's you know it hits a lot of boxes. So I'm very very glad to see, uh, you know, Ratatouille getting his own ride. Yeah, and you know why I enjoy this uh, this ride? Why is that? Because it's one of those mid level family rides. Correct. Because you know, we all is... know you're not going on the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh no, I will be going on Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. Um, it's just going to be like you know Cheryl trying to get you on that ride is going to be like me trying to get Amelia on. Oh, you'll have no problem getting me on that. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I think this is what sets – rides like this are what sets Disney apart from Universal. Yes. You know, Universal, everything – we've talked about it before. Everything is 180 miles an hour and there's just – unless it's a really kiddie ride. Right. And there's Which no, they don't really have. Right. And there's there's none of these mid-range, you yes. know, family rides. And Ratatouille is a family ride. Correct. And I'm very much looking forward to it. Unless you have a rat phobia. In that case, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah. But then you should be going to a park built on a mouse. Exactly. Um, so yeah, so those are probably the three big, you know, 2021 things. And that's if Guardians of the Galaxy comes in in 2021. Correct. Uh, you know, but I, I'll tell you, they're, they're testing ride vehicles. So they are, they just did the push pull test yep. the other day, which is when the ride vehicles are actually put on the tracks and taken off the track. So that is big. Uh, I don't think they've done a full scale weight test. No. Uh, yet. Well, so I, yeah, they, yeah. You know, I mean, they could do stuff like that at night and, the, and for those of you who don't know what they do is they actually put sandbag people right uh in the seats and of the roller coaster and run the roller coaster you know oodles of time to make sure that nobody goes flying out or it doesn't come right. off the track or things like that before they start putting um you know full loads of people on it so mm-hmm. um you know tron i i you know it's funny because again going back to our age you know tron was when we were kids that was cool you know right. so to for tron to finally be getting a a ride um i'm very excited about it and a very good ride because, yes. you know, once again, this is another ride that uh, had its genesis in another Disney park. Uh, and this is coming over from uh, Disney Hong Kong, correct? I believe so. Yeah. Uh, well, well, Shanghai. Shanghai. Same. same different, 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 different park. Yeah. Uh, Shanghai. Um, and, you know, it, it, it's, it's exciting. It's a motorcycle-based uh, roller coaster ride. Uh, you know, I've heard some complaints that you do have to sit motorcycle style with yes. a with a back bar holding you down, uh, so it might be uncomfortable for some people. Uh, but what I've heard is, um, you know, not not to once again talk about Universal, but people that have ridden the Hagrid's motorbike adventure over in Universal 
are saying that that is now the number one thrill ride in the Orlando area. So, you know, it, it's always funny when, you know, a, a new roller coaster goes in and, hey, this Hagrid thing is motorcycle based. Right. Oh, hey, look, here comes Tron. It's motorcycle right. it's based. based. Yep. So is that going to be, you know, are, are we going to get into this tit for tat type of thing? Which it is. It's always an arms race. It between is. Between the two parks. And, you know. For a little while, you'll be talking about this park, and it, it's all part of the game. You know, right. it's the marketing game of of both parks and the marketing machines behind what they have. Yep. And um, I, like I said, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's uh, it's you know it's going to be an interesting addition to Tomorrowland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, it will. Um, you know, there's there's not much new for Hollywood Studios. They just got Galaxy's Edge. Correct. And, well, uh, and Minnie and Mickey's Runaway Railway. Right, right. Which, by the way, I'm only two ride vehicles away from completing my set of McDonald's. So any yes. McDonald's owners, keep yes. that in mind yeah, if, if you, you want to send if you want to missing donate, vehicles. Yeah, two, I'm missing the Tower of Terror and Expedition Everest. Duly noted. Uh, but I got a person on the inside. Mm-hmm. So we actually have a listener. Uh, oh, really? That, that yes, that uh, is works at our local McDonald's. Interesting. And, and she uh, she definitely does hook the dude up. All right. Um, so you know, I I actually spoke with her today on the QT, and that you know she uh, she says that she gives me the, the down low on when the those particular vehicles will be in stock. All right. So it's well, good to have people on the inside. Then we'd like to give a shout out to Mrs. Miss Golden Arches. Yes, you know, uh, it's good to have people on the inside, and you know, uh, our inside people. Take care of us. So yes. it's the it's the high profile celebrity lifestyle Tony and I lead in this area. That is true. You know, people don't understand when you're you know when you are the number one podcast in the lower Naugatuck Valley. Thank you. <laughs> so and then oh you know as much as we like to talk about the rides that are coming, um, you know we also have to talk about the stuff that is not in memoriam. We have to have uh, a, we have to have a Disney in memoriam. Well, for we, all the <laughs> we we've lost the Mary Poppins ride for yes. now. Or or Mary Poppins experience Whatever because we're not really sure what it was supposed right. to be. The is Cherry Moana Lane still ride. on the table? Moana is coming yeah. uh, as part of the Epcot expansion. But they got rid of the that horribly placed multi-leveled viewing platform. The, the Festival Pavilion? Where the fountains used to be. The Festival yes, Pavilion? Would, the yeah. three-story Festival yes, Pavilion, which, yeah. which I think would have been phenomenal. No, no, I thought... Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Correct. Yes, that was not the festival. I was thinking of... I was getting my uh, Festival Pavilion confused with the old Wonders of Life, but that's the Disney Well, play. Wonders of Life is the play. Yeah. And uh, we st- so here's what the problem is, is the play pavilion is replacing the, one, the old Wonders of Life pavilion. Correct. And that sat empty for a number of years. Number of years. And during the Food and Wine Festival, the Flower and Garden Festival, the International Arts Festival, that building was utilized for demonstrations. Correct. So now it's being built into the, the play pavilion. Correct. So they decided that here. as part of the reimagining of Epcot, that they would create the festival center, the festival pavilion. Uh, and this was going to be a three-story uh, building uh, that would have an open area on the first floor. The second floor would be a pavilion space for demonstrations. It would be enclosed, air-conditioned. And then the third story was going to be a green space. It was going to be a park on the third floor, which was supposed to be a phenomenal viewing area for their new show, Harmonious, which there you go. There's another thing that's due we to about debut that. next year, yeah. um, is Harmonious, the new nighttime extravaganza in Epcot. Um, and then earlier this week, Disney said they are now going to prepare the festival area. Yes. So essentially, they've taken the footprint that that festival pavilion was going to be on, um, and they're probably just going to lay down AstroTurf there. Yes. You know, they've they've lost everything that that it was going to be, and of course, that's due to the budget constraints related to the the COVID uh, era. Yeah, and and there was some news that came up about this very recently. Uh, as a matter of fact, within the past like couple of days, where they announced that the festival area will be behind Spaceship Earth. 
uh, hints of the change of the project have come along. Um, a lot of the posters featuring the Festival Center have been removed from Disney stores. Um, you know, the, the wording suggests that they're they're changing things, and it, it looks like you know it's always evolving. It's an always evolving thing, and again, nobody could have predicted this, right? Uh, so, and it's funny how they say, you know, we don't know what the future holds if this building will go up correct. in the future. And you know what? It's it not going. Shelved. No, I if, mean, if it's not going up now, it's correct. not going up at all. So, so yeah, and that, like we said, harmonious. The new Epcot fireworks show is coming in the. 2021 and is progressing along. They're they're building structures on the alongside the canal. They are, and a, and a big change for the uh, World Showcase uh, Lagoon is that uh, the harmonious barges are going to be uh, placed in the middle of the lagoon during the day and will have a fountain effect in there. Yes. So I don't know if they're going to be like dancing waters, like the old fountain behind Spaceship Earth did. You know, will will they just be fountains shooting regular water, or will they end up putting them to a uh, you know? a musical beat, kind of like the Bellagio fountains. That would be a little nice. Yeah. And then, um, obviously the other big, uh, I should say the other big, but the other thing coming to Epcot too, that's supposed to have already been opened is the space 20, uh, space, is it space 2020? Space 220. 220, excuse me. Uh, a restaurant, which is nestled in between mission space and test track. Right. So, uh, that's something that, you know, has been brewing in the background that major delays, multiple problems. Yeah, that was supposed it's to a, open in the spring of yeah. 2019. So and it's just been pushed back. Uh, but that restaurant's supposed to be dining from 220 miles above the earth. Yes. Uh, and you're supposed to have some phenomenal views of earth from 220 miles up. Right. So, uh, but you know, again, I, I also hate to say that you're, first of all, you're coming up on um, the 50th anniversary, which is going to be, Difficult because you're you're they were originally building up for this 50th anniversary and these projects were in high gear and things were going and then boom COVID just took the knees out, so now it's going to be interesting to see what I hate to say not 2021 but what's 2022 2023 like right because really when these projects are finished we know nothing really of anything that's on the uh, table for in the future right I think at this point Disney just wants to be open at uh, as full a capacity as they can for the, the 50th anniversary in October of 2021. Right. And, and you know, so again, I, I think um, the other big thing that they, they've talked about, and I think it'll probably now be the biggest project after the 50th anniversary, is the reimagining of Splash Mountain uh, to be Princess and the Frog theme. Because that's really the only, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, that's really the only project, if you will, uh, that we know of outside of this, right. the 2021 timeframe. Right. And normally a lot of announcements like this get made during the D23 Expo, uh, which has been pushed back to 2022. Uh, so there, there's all sorts of stuff that's, that's not going on. And it's, you know, so not characteristic of Disney. But these projects that should have been completed, you know, Avengers Campus out in California right. was supposed to open in the summer. Uh, and that's been pushed back. You know, all of these projects that were supposed to have been completed in 2020, 2021, are now getting pushed back into 2021, 2022, and in some cases, 2023. So their long-term plans are just out of whack. But uh, you can be rest assured that when they are released, uh, we will have it for you uh, in one of these six shows we put out every year. Correct. And, um, you know, a couple of other, I guess you'd say, minor updates, especially going back to Epcot. You know, we know that Circle Vision in Canada was updated. We know that um, the Wondrous China was updated, too. And then the Beauty and the Beast sing-along, which has taken over Impressions Day France, 
Uh, they're supposed to debut and change and stuff like that, some of those things. So those are, I should say, some minor, you know, uh, upcoming things into the into the parks. Yes. And then a new mouse gears. Uh, the entire face of Epcot is changing. So. And then also, too, uh, we've, you know, we've heard the the spaceship Earth was supposed to be well into a major refurbishment. Multi-year multi refurbishment. Yeah, but that, that's been shut down. We haven't really heard much about that. And then the other thing, too, that is coming back, which I'm a huge fan of this one, is they're getting rid of uh, who it's not. Is it Phineas and Ferb in the Epcot uh, back area? Is it, it was Kim Possible. Then it was Phineas and Ferb. Now we're going to be back to DuckTales. Oh, so, are we? Okay. Yeah, the, supposedly DuckTales is supposed to take over that back uh, overlay. Mm-hmm. So I'm very excited about that being, you know, the big DuckTale guy that I am. All right. So I haven't done that in years. I don't, I don't think I've done it since it was Kim Possible. I, we've actually never done it, even yeah. with, uh, with Amelia. That's a fun time. If you like scavenger hunts, you should enjoy it. Couple other um, is there any other new restaurants? Well, there's the the new barbecue restaurant, right? That's supposed to be opening um, in, in Toy Story Toy Land. Story Land, right? Uh, Woody's Roundup Bar- uh, Bar- Barbecue, Roundup Barbecue. But other than that, like I said, there's really nothing except that little Star Wars hotel. But that's a whole story. Oh, that's we'll what be, we should we'll probably do a, a show, show on that on soon. That. You know, yeah. uh, Animal Kingdom's got nada, you know, coming up. Uh, big uh, update in Animal Kingdom is that the Yeti is still broken. Yes. And, and that now, the, that, now that Joe Rody has retired, tired, we don't yes. know that it will ever be I fixed. did submit an interview request to Joe Rody. Tony accidentally gave me the password to the Dude Dude's email, and I've been emailing celebrities for the past week and a half. Uh, thus far, Mark Hamill, Carl Weathers, uh, <laughs> Harrison Ford, Joe Rode have not returned any uh-huh. of our correspondence requests for interviews. So, uh, you know... But uh, and I, also I give you an A for effort. My thank friend. you. You know what? I, you never know, Tone. Well, you know, hey, we did land uh, John Rosenberg. John Rosenberger. So yeah, uh, that was our big. That was our big fish. For our and interview. then it's been downhill ever it's since. It then. literally has been downhill since. All right. So, so that's pretty much it. That's um, it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we're headed to Disney in a couple weeks. Maybe yeah, we'll hopefully get one more God show willing, out, you know, uh, before then. And then um, maybe we'll be live from Disney. Yes, the dude's finally coming live. We'll from get Disney. all six people watching us yes, at one time. At one time, and then uh, that's it. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah, right? have a good Thanksgiving. Spend some time with your small families. Don't gather in large groups. Wear your mask and uh, enforce your socially distant protocols. Yeah. Any, anything else? That's it. You nailed it all. All right. Until next time, I'm Tony. I'm David. And And we're we're two two dudes dudes talking talking Disney. Disney. He's like, get the fuck out of here. I'm like, nope.